What's going on? Some serious music. I like it. Building. Big crescendo. Artistry and craftsmanship of paintless night repair. As told by music. What's going on? Hey, this is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast where we talk basically service marketing and all things related. Uh, I'm your host, Brian Jump, 30-year PDR tech business owner, business manager, father of 3.5 and a tool manufacturer, of service provider, trainer, of course, and all things in between. So... If you have questions about anything, not just paintless net repair, but service marketing. I mean, I could cross over and talk to somebody about, you know, a plumber or an electrician or a home reno guy, whatever. If you're servicing the public, uh, I can help you out. So so that's good. You might be saying, well, have you ever, Brian? Yeah. As a matter of fact, we do. I did more of a concerted effort probably about 15 years ago where I basically had a service agency. Not that paintless dent repair and kids and everything else wasn't enough, but we had such a demand, uh, and we still do. But I just I just learned to say no more now. So I've got a couple of clients still that I help out. Um, like I said, home services, uh, other uh, craftsmanship level services. I help a couple of companies out, help them with their ad spends, help them with their marketing, uh, you name it. So yeah, so what I'm saying is uh, backed up by. Not just words, but by action. But So anyway, so it gives you a better idea who you're talking to and a little bit of background. Although sometimes I don't even know who I'm talking to or hearing. But uh, anyway, so weekend recap. This is Monday, obviously, so let's talk about the weekend a little bit. Uh, Friday, we had a, and Friday and Saturday, we had a bunch of cars. We had a hard time catching up with the short week. It kind of bit us in the ass. Uh, you know, a typical four-day week, right? Labor Day weekend, shoves it. So... And the business wasn't any slower, so we basically tried to create time out of nothing, which is not a real easy formula to win. Uh, so we had a, a ML Mercedes. Uh, we did a push to paint door and, and, a, and a bumper. The push to paint was super sharp. I mean, I if somebody wanted to just save it and not and just do like a cheaper repair, this would have been a good one because the scratch, the, the gouge basically, it pushed out. So... And with an aggressive wet sand with a thousand, I mean, it basically just left a tiny, very fine, like thread line, and you really couldn't see it in white. So, but the guy wanted it perfect. He's getting ready to sell his car. Also, did a Mercedes uh, C Class bumper and dent, some scratches. BMW E, same thing. Jake did a great job on a quarter panel side swipe and then buffed out some scratches. CRV rear lift gate got punched by a deep hole. Um, the paint was was cracked, so of course more crack more cracked and pulled when we started removing it, and extracting it. And the thing with those type of damages, it's not even really the paint cracks or getting it down. It's the crowns, it's the waviness. There's so much stretch metal in that same area. We ended up doing a push to paint, but I'm I'm still battling crowns trying to get it flat for Jeff so he doesn't have wavy bodywork. 
That took some time. I could see why a lot of people would just replace the lift gate because I don't know. A profit for a profit center on a body shop might be the same. So anyway, so yeah, that and a few others, but I think a forerunner and a couple of little Jimmy Jangles. We just have not I'm kinda of complaining here. Little complaint corner. Come on over, join me. Have a seat on the couch. Listen in. Here comes some complaints, what we all want to hear about. I haven't seen any cool cars for a while. And it's kind of a bummer. I mean, yeah, we did have a Mustang Cobra last week. He's coming in to drop it off for some some minor dents. But I don't know. Not to not to dig on a Mustang Cobra. What year you're asking? Like a, maybe a 15 or something. It's got like a Shelby body kit on it or something. I mean, it's it's all right. It's not my thing. But no classics, no uh, hypercars, just nothing uh, hyper luxury. Yeah, it's just been kind of womp womp womp. So maybe it's the season. I don't know. But such is life. We're getting a lot of customers that are paying good money for the repair. So more important than getting cool cars is getting cars that pay the bills. So I was looking at our stats um, for the past week or so. Sales were down like 20%, but profits were up 30 So less people were closed, but we it's just a function of raising the prices. And we're still talking about raising them more. Um, we're still cheaper than the big box body shops around here for, for services. Granted, they're, we got to remember they're going DRP as their model. If somebody comes in, they don't care. Uh, they can either pay the same fee or, or GTFO because they have DRPs backing them up. We don't. We're just the flip side. We do a lot of uh, private customer stuff. And then if we get some insurance, great, but it's not DRP. The nice thing about insurance, though, we can, we can shove it. So, um, that's been kind of a nice thing, but, uh, anyway, so yeah, that's kind of our business model, but anyway, so yeah, raising prices is something we're definitely doing and maybe even talking about working in some flips here and there, uh, because we always, we're fixing cars. We might as well, um, oh, shoot, wife's just texting me. Hold on one sec. I got to answer this. All right, there we go. Barbecue question, always important. All right, so five little, th- oh, no, let's back, let's back up, let's back up. Weekend, um, Duran Duran saw them Friday night after work, jetted up to LA, two hours in traffic, that was a joy, but uh, rain was on the forecast, we brought umbrellas. Oh, you can't bring your umbrellas in, which I thought about it. How would you have a bunch of people watching a concert with umbrellas? Doesn't work. Um, and then we should have brought like trash bags or like ponchos or something because I don't know what I was wearing. And I had a pretty good size hat on. It kind of shielded me a little bit. But yeah, it started raining about an hour into the show. And if it wasn't 80 degree warm rain, um, it would have been super uncomfortable. But all the women were pretty much soaked at that concert, which was kind of fun in a way. But such a good uh, such a good vibe, man. Everybody positive. Uh, great food there. Crazy good seats right near the stage. Um, the guys in the band, great energy. Very youthful for 62 or whatever they are. I mean, they, they sounded and moved great. Um, lifetime experience. Just so much fun watching a concert in the rain. Uh, Hollywood Bowl, if you ever get a chance, if you're not from the West Coast, get out here, see a venue, see an, see an event there at that venue. It's beautiful. Just a little bit of advice. Don't get into the stack parking. Uh, pay or valet or something because if you get into stack parking, you got to wait for everybody in front of you before you leave, which kind of sucks when little Timmy's got to take a 
take a doo-doo and you know two hours later they come decide to get to their car um and we had family pizza night last night it's a great excuse to get get family together and, and shoot the shit uh it's fun i recommend it you can make pizzas in a kitchen and and get your grandparents out or the mother-in-law father-in-law whatever get the kids around it's something fun for everybody to do and like i said it's just a good excuse to get family together and have a great great experience so so anyway there you go that was my weekend good weekend good food good family good friends good times so what you want out of life no complaints whatsoever i'm very thankful uh five little things that can have a great impact on your business okay so here they are five little things and some are, aren't so little some are very little some are like minuscule little but all these things can help your business and it's all guys what's what do i preach i'm sitting up at the at the service marketing pulpit preaching out to whoever will will lend a hand i got my microphone at the corner of of main street and nowhere but uh here we go hopefully somebody this benefits somebody number one use qr codes instead of business cards have somebody take a picture of a qr code that is your business card your business information you know, all the essentials that we normally put on a business card and more, it goes on a QR code. Why? Because people chuck business cards. And they're not going to keep them in their purse. They're not going to keep them in their wallet. They're going to lose it. If it's on their phone, guess what? Their phone is their anchor. It's their life. Okay? Get into their life and you get into their business. More and more and more. So more referrals, more repeat business, lower acquisition costs. What does that mean, Brian? What do you mean by this aqua what? Aqua velva? Aqua? No. Acquisition costs. When people call you repeatedly because they still have your number, I mean, I see people searching my name when I check out our search search uh, query reports. Why are they doing that? A lot of times because they've been to me and they don't have my contact info. That's failure on my part. That's failure. So lower acquisition costs means they're not clicking my ads to, to get a hold of me. And it might be some stupid question like, hey, I was in there. I'm just looking for a guy who does good breaks. I do that. People will call me because they trust me and they're, they want referrals for their services. But if they have my information on their phone, guess what? They're not, they're not gonna. It's not gonna be a twelve dollar click to get uh, Tommy the Tune Up guy, right? All right. So number one, QR codes instead of business cards. Number dose, raise your prices. Yes, yes, I said it. RYP, raise your prices. Okay, Brian. It's so easy for you to say. I can't do it. I don't got the confidence. I'm a. I'm a chicken shit. I. I don't. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah, you have to do it. Do it 10%. Do it five bucks. Do it 10 bucks. Okay, well, what's the justification? Because it's we're in a business. This is a market. It's a market economy. We're capitalists. More profits is good. Greed is good, as, uh, as uh, Wall Street uh, Gordon Gecko said, right? Love Michael Douglas. So raise your prices. Work less. Time is the most important important, not important, important currency. I tried to combine two words there. Important and current. And current. And no, it's not a word. Um, so if you work less, you get more time. Yeah, there you go. And then you can distribute it to the things that matter most, like pizza night and concerts at Hollywood Bowl. Right. What if I had to work the whole weekend and work evenings? No pizza, no music. It's just the way it is. And some of you out there listening to this are doing that. You're freaking busting ass because you're not working as smart as you could be. And I'm not saying you're not smart. You're probably hella smart, Northern Cal slang. But you could be smarter, right? And that's why hopefully you're listening to this podcast. And I'm not saying I'm smarter. I'm 
I'm trying to get smarter every day. I'm trying to get better and better and better. And that's what it is. It's just momentum. This podcast is about movement, a big steamy movement towards the best we could be, the, the peak of the tip of attainment, right? All right, so raise your prices, work less, make more money, less complaints. What do you mean less complaints? People that spend more money inherently think they're getting more value. You'll get less complaints. People that are trying to be cheap, there's just going to be more problems. The machine just does not work well with that formula. Okay, You're going to get more respect too, by the way. If you go to a dealer and you're, and you're a whore and you expect that guy to, be, to respect you, no. But if you spend a lot, of, if he spends a lot of money towards you, yeah, you're going to get more respect because he inherently thinks you're about more valuable. And the people are just happier. If you attract people who have money, guess what? They're, I don't give a shit what anybody says about more money doesn't buy happiness. Hell yeah, it does. Hell yeah. It doesn't mean there's not asshole and sorry sad asses who are rich. There are. There's a lot. But they would be sorry sad ass billionaires or z- nothing heirs, right? It doesn't really matter. They're just bad negative people. That's just life. So raise your prices. Start start small and push it up. Make more money per job. Do less jobs. Have more free time. Raise your sharp marketing. That's what it is. It's real simple. Find your true avatar. Stay away from the shit that you're not your customer. I had a lady with a scion come in. I think I talked about it in a podcast or two ago. She's not my customer. She And she came back. She loves me. She, I, I think she does. I don't know. Maybe she likes our decor. Maybe she likes Jeff. I have no idea. All I know is I didn't service her the first time, and by golly, I'm not going to service her the second time because I'm just too expensive for her. The Cyan XB lady who's probably 70 driving a freaking cube around. She cannot afford us. That's okay. I don't want to be affordable to everybody. I can't be everything to everybody. Yeah, I just need half this out. No problem. I'll do it. I just need all this out, and I need it perfect. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. No. No. How can I do the cheap Cyan lady when a guy rolls up in a Benz and needs a rush job and he's 800 bucks, doesn't give a shit, just get it done right. And I'm gonna go do the Scion? No. No, no, no. Next, brick and mortar. Now, I said five small things. This is kind of a big thing, so I kind of stretched the truth. Sorry. But it goes back to the time, time principle, right? If you work at a brick and mortar, now you're giving yourself more respect than the customer. Ultimately, yeah, the customer's always right, kind of da-da-da, whatever. I mean, that's kind of a fake mantra. But if you value your life more than anybody in your families, you'll have a brick and mortar. Because instead of you running around wasting your time, they're coming to you. And you're the center uh, hub of a wheel with all those spokes coming to you instead of you being a spoke and having to go to all the different spokes to other customers. Screw that. Cue your people up. You got three cars waiting in the parking lot and you just move on your stool, bringing them in, bringing them in, bringing them in. And they come back and pick them up. Instead of going out to all those people and all the, the travel time and gaps and then the car's waiting, nobody's going to wait for you. I mean, when you're trying to do mobile, it's such a pain in the ass is what I'm saying. And then we can get into the weather, conditions, you're going to do better work, on and on and on. Quality of life, guys. You can do more services because you can have more people there. Okay, it's a better selling feature if you're going to sell your business. You're building a real business, a big boy business now instead of this mobile thing. Okay, and bonus, if you got the, the opportunity, buy the building. Okay, I got, a, I got a friend out here who had a business in Irvine. He couldn't sniff at a building in Irvine. He's like, screw this. I'm not going to go $1.52 million for a building. Moved his business to Destin, Florida. Bought a building for, I think, one hundred eighty dollars or grand. Now we've got a business that he can sell with, with property. It's huge, huge. 
brick and mortar. It's it's that that elephant in the room that you're ignoring. That if you don't have a business, that it's a brick and mortar. You need to do it. You know it. I know it. Your mother knows it. All right. So two more. Identify your biggest levers that could grow your business. Okay. And go all in on it at that point. Go all in. All in. What's the biggest lever? Let's give some examples. It might be sales. I need more sales. It might be leads or marketing, which is a little different than sales. Okay, Selling is just selling. Somebody comes in, you can't close them. Guess what? You might need to work on your sales game. You might need more leads. You might need more better leads. Okay, It might be customer service. Average price per customer. It might be scaling labor by adding people. Or are you spending time on things that don't directly get you money? that you can hire out. I mean, if you go to do dealers, are you walking the lot? Why don't you pay somebody to walk the lot? Are you going to get the keys? Pay an assistant to go get the keys. Pay an assistant to write the POs if you have to do POs. Why are you doing it? That's a waste of your time. If you average two to $300 an hour, what would it cost for you to $20 an hour Jimmy, who's an apprentice or whatever? Fucking A. Jimmy, go get a PO. Jimmy, go park this car. Jimmy, wipe that car down. Go get me the other one hire out there's so many different ways but find out what's slowing you but the biggest thing and then go in on, all in on it okay whether it's labor marketing who knows okay that's four four things your business just got so much better after those four things think about it man you got your qr code you just raised your price and more profit you got a shop now woohoo and you just fixed the biggest roadblock to growth in your business Man, you're, I, I'm estimating you're 50% up on profits already. And you're getting home early and you're happier. And the wife loves it. Last thing, smile. Okay, this sounds a little trite, a little cliche. Let, let me get after it. It's a little more behind that smile and those teeth. Whether it be real or fake. Because the easiest and most powerful thing anybody can do is exude happiness and energy. And I'm telling you right now, it, it is powerful. It's the elephant in the room once again. There's two elephants. One was the business, the brick and mortar. The other one is energy. And I'm going to give you guys some examples because I like to do that. Okay. People want to be around others who are happy. I, I told Jeff and the people around here, I go, guys, we're not in the dent room. We're not in the carpet business. We're in the happiness business. We, I want to put a happy sticker on everybody's freaking forehead or their shirt or their blouse, whatever. And I want them to smile. When they leave, when they leave here happy, I've done my job. Okay, the hell with the car. Ultimately, if the customer's happy, that's what matters. And you can't always, you can't, and it sucks. It really does. Because last week there was a couple examples, and I just, I kind of hang my head, kind of droopy dog. Boo. I, I can't always make people happy. It just sucks. You're not, you can't close all your sales, and you can't make everybody. You do. The, you have systems and processes and frameworks. To, to, to make it happen, but it will not always happen. It's just life, isn't it? You're not going to close every girl you dated, and you certainly aren't going to make every customer happy that comes through your door. I don't care if you're Starbucks or Denko or whomever. It's just not going to happen. But people, here's how to, how to leverage your bet. People want to be around others who are happy. It's infectious. We avoid negativity, don't we? So foster and grow that positivity in all your business and your marketing, every touch point. Should be positive, happy, good energy. And if your actions and your energy and your smile 
are all in play, it's going to boost your business. It is. And I'm going to give you guys an example. Okay, this girl, she's probably the, the penultimate. There's a word for you. The, the ultimate marketer online who doesn't have a lot else going for herself, in my opinion. And, I, and, I, and I'm scratching the surface here. Deeper down in, she probably has a shit ton more going for herself. But I, I've, I've identified, at least for what I see and what I've read, what others see about her, that it just draws people to her. She's happy, smiling all the time. She's confident. And she has boost, booming energy, just brimming, coming out of her pores. She's energetic. She, she, like, she uh, meditates about it. I've read some stories about her. So, so she just meditates before she does these videos and stuff. And she's just like a, a rocket ship, a shooting star. A shooting star, if you will. So her name is Miss Excel. That's M-I-S-S and Excel, like Excel spreadsheet on Instagram. Go watch her and see how she's built a business of millions of people. Okay, just using these two principles. Yeah, of course, she's technically sound on Excel. She knows Excel probably as good as anybody. But come on. A six-month class or a one-year class on Excel and a little bit of experience, you could be right with her on that. That's not what built her business. What built her business it's her because people buy from people. People like energy and they like positivity, don't they? Okay. Miss Excel on Instagram. She's, guys, here, here's the truth. And I hope I don't sound bad saying this. She's pretty, ra she's rather average. And I'm going to go even a little more raw. She's about a five at best. But she knows Excel and she knows how to channel positive energy and spirit as good as anybody. I mean, she is exceptional. I mean, Tony Robbins kind of does that too. He's a pretty high-energy, positive guy. She's kind of on that same line as a Tony Robbins. But she's not selling, you know, uh, be better about yourself classes. She's selling something technical and it's, and it's uh, Excel. And she's crushing it. So why couldn't you market anything with that same strategy? Oh, yeah, you can. You're right, Brian. I could sell bed sheets and linens. You could. You totally could. You could market whatever. As long as you're around people face-to-face, or, or face through social, whatever. Yeah, this process works. So let's recap. QR code instead of business cards. You're going to raise your prices. You're going to get off the road and park your ass at a brick and mortar. And you'll thank me so much for it. Identify your biggest lever that can grow your business and go all in on it. And then lastly, smile and positive energy. Bam, 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 bam. I'm doing air punches right now. There it is. Five things that's going to boost your business. How many are you going to do? Probably none. Because <laughs> most people, just they just come in, for the, come in for the food and the show and leave. They don't take any of the, they don't, you know, get active. If you guys actually get, get vigilant and do this stuff, even just one or two of those things, yeah, high five. It's going to be good. All right. Have yourself a great moon day, September 12th. And I will catch you on the next SAI Million Dollar Podcast. Bye-bye for now. Adios.